Hey guys, this is Pastor Neil. I just want to say thank you so much for joining us today on this podcast. Hey, would you do us a huge favor today? Would you subscribe, like, or leave us a review wherever you get this content? It really helps us reach other people with the gospel. Also, we would love, love to see you at our campus uh, on a Sunday morning. We meet at 1010 South Bowie Drive in Weatherford, Texas. You can check out our service times and more information about the church on our on our website, waterhousechurch.com. Check us out on Facebook or any other social media sites that you may have. We would love to see you. I pray that today you are renewed, restored, refreshed, and that your spirit comes alive. Now here is today's message. Oh, it's a beautiful day. Thank you so much for being here today. Welcome to Waterhouse Church. I feel... I pray that you already felt at home and loved, and more than anything, we pray that, that you meet with God and that he is real to you and that you feel his presence, you know who he is, that he reveals himself to you, and I pray that he's done that to you this morning. Uh, I have a couple of announcements before I introduce our speaker this morning. Um, if it's your first time here, you've been here for a long time, and you haven't had the opportunity to connect with us, we would love to get to know you, love to get more information to you out about the church. Here's the best way to do that. You can text this number up here, 817-803-3131. If you text the word CONNECT to that number, it's going to give you a little electronic form to fill out. Uh, give, you, get, give us your information, and we'll send you a gift in the mail just for uh, being here today. Just say thank you for being and joining with us. And that number is good for anything. If you need anything at all, prayer, questions, uh, just text that number and we'll get back with you. All right, man, we'll make sure that you get the information that you need. A lot of things happening uh, in the church coming up. So here's another best way to uh, get information about the church, what we're doing around. If you text that same number, 817-803-3131, if you text with the word updates, we have all these little keywords you can text. Updates to that, you're going to get uh, in our weekly news blast, I guess you want to call it that, where we send texts out to you, let you know what's going on around the church and stay informed, stay on top of things. So it's good. Also, um, we don't do this very often. So a lot of people ask, how do we give around here? Um, so here's some options to do that on front, in front of you on the share. There's some QR codes. You can scan that. Um, you can give online as well. And in the back, we have some offering uh, receptacles that you can drop your offering in uh, as well today. So thank you so much for those that give. Uh, generously every week. Because of that, we can do things around here. We make sure that the lights are on, the air conditioner's on, and we get new bulbs for the projector, so we're good today. You know, we've been without that. So, you know, it's it's all good. Uh, just take small things, you know. Um, so thank you for that. Thank you for your generosity and your giving. Also, I want to remind you men of something that's amazing that's coming up, and I want you to go. If you can go, I'm jealous because I can't go because I'll be out of town. But there is a men's conference coming up in Maypearl, Texas. Um, I think I have the slide up here. Reggie Dabbs. If you ever heard of Reggie Dabbs, phenomenal speaker, amazing man of God. He's going to be the main presenter at the men's conference uh, there. And so it's a Thursday through Saturday. Thursday night, I think it's the 20th, April 20th is when it starts. They have what we call a beast feast. So if you like meat, this is your place to be. All right. Meat of all kinds. All right. It's, it's awesome. It's good. Uh, you will leave with the meat sweats. It's a good day for that Thursdays. Um, and so, and there's some bass tournaments, all kinds of stuff to do while you're there. Uh, a lot of activities. And so that's uh, Thursday night all the way up till Saturday about noon is when they break out. So it's going to be a good time. So if you want to sign up for that, I forgot to put the link up there, 
So if you text updates, here's another thing. <laughs> I'm going to send that link out to you in the updates. So if your wife has that, make sure you register your man to go because he's going to be changed forever for that, all right? And so make sure you go to that. Also, if you're a guy and you haven't been coming to Monday nights and you're able to come on Mondays at 630, uh, you need to come. I'm telling you, there's something amazing that's happening with the men of this church that show up every week on Monday at 630. Uh, we're going through some studies and we just talk about what it means to be a man. And we, we're trying to be better men for our families, for our, for our households, and for our community. You know, when the men get stronger, the community gets stronger, and so that's very important. So, guys, Monday, 6.30, that's tomorrow, 6.30 p.m., in this building, come. It's going to be good. Just try, just try it out once, man. I'm telling you, it'll blow your mind. You want to come to that. Okay, all the announcements are over, so I get to uh, announce now our guest speaker today. His name is Dallas Reyes. He's married to Shelly Reyes. Now, if you've been in the church for a while, uh, you know that they used to be our kids' pastors. They did it for several, several years. Phenomenal job, kids' pastoring, but they went on some mission, mission trips, and it got in their blood, and now they're going on the mission field together and so this last week, he got accepted into the Assemblies of God World's Missions, and they're going to be a missionary to Ecuador. And so, Dallas, if you want to come up, he has a phenomenal word for you today. And uh, let me tell you, he's going to challenge you. <laughs> Listen to what the Lord tells you, because there's, like he's going to say, there's things that God's been telling you to do that you've been putting off or you've been trying to avoid it. But today, there's no out, right? That's right. There's no That's out. It. It's over. Okay. So please welcome Dallas. All right. Thank you, Neil. Appreciate it. So like you said, my name is Dallas Reyes. Uh, Neil asked me to preach the word today. I'm honored to do it. Uh, it was actually pretty good timing because just about three weeks ago, I finished my preaching course at the North Texas School of Ministry. Uh, but full disclosure, I got a B on the final. <laughs> so if you came today expecting an A-plus preacher, uh, you're going to might be a little disappointed. I just want to keep expectations <laughs> manageable. All right. So I'd like to share, I'd like to take you on a journey today and show you what God has done in my life, how I got to be here today. I would also like to share some scripture with you and let the Holy Spirit just instill the word into you today. Uh, let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to be here to have this opportunity to speak directly to you. Let us just pray today, uh, ask for your will, and then Lord, give us the strength to do what you're asking us to do, because we know that you wouldn't ask us to do anything that you did not equip us to do, and give us the strength to do. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, so our scripture today can be found in the book of James. It's James 1, through 25. You may be familiar with this passage. But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away, and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing." I'll never forget the, the first time I came to Waterhouse Church, uh, the, the feeling that I had when the Holy Spirit began to work on me the very first day I came in here. I'd never experienced anything like it before, but I knew that I liked it, and I knew that I needed more of it. Because that first day, I arrived as spiritual dry bones. I was spiritually dehydrated, and I needed some fluids. I needed the living water of the Holy Spirit. That first day, I came to drink my fill of water and was refreshed, and I threw the cup away. <laughs> 
I got what I needed that day, but I didn't do anything with it. I did this for several weeks and months. I came, I drank my fill, I got refreshed, and then I left. And as the weeks progressed, I would just dry out because I wasn't refilling myself in any way after I walked out. I would come get my cup, drink my water, and then just leave. It's just where I was at on my journey. But after a while, I began to get this craving, this urge to drink more and more, and I figured out that the church was open on other days besides Sundays. I started coming up on Wednesdays. I started volunteering, coming to classes, meetings. I started to read my Bible at home and began to do the things in my life that kept me spiritually hydrated when I wasn't at church. The pull to the church became stronger and stronger. And I didn't understand it at the time, but it was God leading me and pushing me and growing me and scooping out of me the things he didn't want inside of me anymore and filling me with the living water. He was pushing me to where he wanted me to be. Then my family and I made a decision that would forever change the course of our lives right here in this church. We were baptized in the water and we became members and we were all in at this point. Now I was getting that drink and quenching my thirst all week long and it felt good. After a while, I was asked if I could help with the Royal Rangers, teach the young men and boys about Jesus. I was completely and wholly unprepared and adequate for the task at hand. I remember very clearly one day before Rangers, David Shield says, I think we should teach the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I said, David, that's a great idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> at this point, hang on a minute. At this point, I knew I had to fill my head and my heart with the knowledge of the Bible so I could be prepared to hand out the water to the boys I was teaching. I needed to be able at any time to tell others about the living water that not only quenched my spiritual thirst, but was quenching the spiritual thirst of millions of people. This living water is available to all, and it is our responsibility to do what is asked of us to become. I lost my place, sorry. This living water is available to all and is our responsibility to do what is asked of us in order to share the story of the man that is the living water. Soon after this, Shelly and I were asked to become the kids' pastors. Now we were responsible for teaching all the kids about Jesus and the living water that he provides to quench our spiritual lives. Each point along this journey, I felt stronger and stronger urge or nudge pushing me along. At each step, God was asking me to do more to do something I was completely unqualified for, to do something I had never done before, and to do more with what he had given me. It's that nudge, that pull, that God ask that I'm asking you to pay attention to today. I'm asking you, are you doing what God is asking you to do? Or are you just simply here, hearing the word today? The scripture today is from the book of James, and it's a letter written to the 12 tribes of Israel, the different churches of the Jewish Christians at the time. And the book is full of practical advice about how to live out your daily Christian life. It's full of action words, and the main theme is, you talk the talk, but do you walk the walk? Another great verse from this book is James 2.17, and it says, In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. So coming to church every Sunday, hearing the word, telling yourself that you're living a pretty good life, you are deceiving yourself. You are like the man that looks in the mirror and quickly walks away. You forget what you have heard, and you have done nothing with the word. It is only by looking to the law, the Bible, and persevering and not being a hearer that forgets, but a doer, that you will be blessed. 
you must do to become. James uses Abraham to illustrate that you are demonstrating your faith by doing. This is James 2, 21 through 24. Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together. And his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. Abraham heard what God told him to do and he did it. It was the doing that was the profession of his faith. I don't know where you are today. I don't know if this is your first time here and you were spiritual dry bones and you are desperately in need of the word of the living water. I don't know if this is your 300th Sunday in a row here at church or maybe you're somewhere in between. But what I do know is that everyone in this room has something they need to do so that you can stop just hearing what God wants you to do and do it. I don't know what God has asked you to do. Maybe God has asked you to let go of the hurt from a previous relationship. Maybe God has asked you to deal with your anger issues. Maybe God has asked you to forgive someone that doesn't deserve it. Maybe God wants you to put the shame of your sin behind you. Maybe God has asked you to stop pursuing the material things in life and pursue him only. Or maybe God has asked you to give up your time and volunteer more. Or maybe he's asking you to give more money to the church. Or maybe God is just asking you to let him take control and hear him loud and clear. It might seem like it's too hard, like it's going to hurt too bad, or it's too inconvenient. Or maybe you think you can just do it without God, that you have it all under control. And if God really wanted you to forgive your ex, he would just miracle your ex off the earth and you wouldn't have to do anything about it at all. (laughs) Speaking of exes, how many couples do we have in here today? Raise your hand if you... Couple, married, dating, doesn't matter. If you've been together for more than a day... Uh, you'll be able to relate to what I'm about to talk about. Uh, if you've been a couple, you've played the where do you want to eat game. We all know the game, right? Where do you want to eat? I don't care. Where do you want to eat? So what if we spend half our lives together as a couple, right? So let's just imagine this scenario, if you will, all right? So it's uh, after church. You just heard a word. It was very quick, so you got out early, so you have plenty of time to go to lunch. And you're in the car with your spouse, and you say, dear, loving Wife, where would you like to go and eat? She says, my handsome, strong husband. <laughs> I would like to eat at Rio Mambo. And she makes it perfectly clear where she wants to go eat. It's the first time it's ever happened. It's a miracle, right? And you th- Now all you got to do is do what she asks you to do, right? Take her to Rio Mambo. So you're driving, you're happy, everything's good. Going down Main Street and you look up into the parking lot at Rio Mambo. And you see all the dually trucks up there, and they're all parked about this close to one another. It's about five feet from back end to back end. And you start thinking, I don't want to deal with that today. I'm not going to go up there and have to climb out of my window to go to Rio Mambo. So what do we do? What do we do when we go up and we see that it's going to be too hard in the parking lot? We just drive to Taco Bell because it's going to be a lot easier. (laughs) Just go park at Taco Bell, and you can run to Walmart. It's right there. This is going to be a lot easier, right? Well, don't we do this with God, too? He asks us to do something. We'll say, okay, God, you got it. And then when it gets too hard, when it's too inconvenient, when it's going to be too tough to do it, to navigate it, 
You say no, and you just go to Taco Bell. <laughs> All right? Well, God is patient with us, not like your wife. If you told her you're taking a real mambo and you take her to Taco Bell, she's probably not going to be too happy. <laughs> but God is patient with us, right? He tells us time and time again what we need to do, urging us, nudging us, sometimes maybe even pushing us toward what we need to do, but we just don't do it. So we're going to pray here in a little bit, but I only want you to pray about it if you mean it. I only want you to pray if you are really ready to accept what Jesus wants for you in your life. And if God wants you to go to places in your life that are tough to navigate, or if he wants you to get the tough stuff done, then I want you to accept it and do it. In the um, preaching course that I went to, uh, that I got to be in, they, they said, come up with some memorable things for people to take home so they can remember. So I came up with a couple here. I want you to remember these, all right? Pray for the way, but you better be ready to obey. All right? All right. Appeal for the reveal, but you be ready, but be ready to deal with it. I couldn't fit all that in. That's B, B plus uh, preaching there. And of course, Jesus modeled this behavior for all of us. He prayed to God his Father in the Garden of Gethsemane. This is found in Matthew 26. And going a little further, he fell on his faith and he, face and he prayed, saying, My Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Again, for the second time, he went away and prayed, My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. Even Jesus asked for the way to be revealed, and he prayed for the strength to get it done, because he knew that he had to do it. Asking God what he wants you to do and then not doing it is no good. Everyone in this room has something that they need to do, something that they have been turning away from, running away from, or just not wanting to get it done because it has been too big, too scary, too painful, or too hard to deal with. But we know in our hearts that God is asking us to deal with it. I'd like the prayer team to come on up. John 15 tells us, I am the vine and you are the branches. You get your life from me. Then I will live in you and you will give much fruit. You can do nothing without me. We all need Jesus in our lives. I don't know where you are today, what you need to do and get done in your life, but I know that because of Jesus' work on the cross, what you need to get done is possible through him. Philippians 4.13 tells us, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. If you need prayer, if you need help getting something done in your life that you've been putting off, if you need to ask Jesus into your life today, I'd like you to come up and let the prayer team speak into you today. Let God begin to transform you into the person he has designed you to be. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to just be here today, to just speak directly to you. Let us hear your words. Let us hear your direction. Let us hear your will. Make it abundantly clear to us. And God, once we receive that word, once we know what it is you want us to do, give us the strength and the courage and the means to just get it done. Let us not hesitate any longer. Let us not pause any longer on what we need to do for your glory, God. Let us just come to you and get it done today. 
In your name we pray. Amen.